I think what stops us is the idea of success and like it having your path look a certain way, especially right. looking like the way that we've seen people that are successful at what we want to do. But that's really not the case. You get to define your own success. Hey, queens. Yeah, you. You know who you are. God, come on. Go ahead and put that crown in your head. Now tilt a little to the left. Now a little to the right. Perfect. Now let's get to work. Because we know you got big goals. And you got big dreams. And not afraid to let them know. Why? Because you step into your purpose. You speak out on your faith. And you shift up in your journey. Because you a boss. Welcome to the podcast, Drop the Expiring Act with your host, Veli of QueenBayGoals.com. Reminding you that you are a queen before anything else. It's your life and your goals. Make it royal. All right, y'all. Go ahead and work that crown. I'm just going to say it. Mermaids have more fun. And this particular mermaid that we're going to hear from today was hiding her voice for two years before she decided that it wasn't about following a path or getting it right. It's about following your joy and following your bliss. In this episode, she uses her voice to share with you in her own words. There's a reason you desire the things you desire, because what you desire is meant for you. Take a listen to Dropping Perfect for a Purpose. Hi, Queen Bays. Welcome to another episode of the Drop the Aspiring Act podcast. Today, we are talking with Leia, who is a creativity coach, yoga teacher, performer, writer, and a self-proclaimed life enthusiast. So, Leia, can you give us a bit about yourself? Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, and yeah, a little bit about me. So, I, um, I started my journey thinking that I wanted to be a musical theater performer. So I went to school, went to college for musical theater and studied theater my whole life. Um, And then when I graduated school, I, you know, the thing to do when you study musical theater is to move to New York City and start (laughs) auditioning and trying to audition as much as you can, which most of that involves waking up at 5 a.m. to go stand in lines because... There's so many people who want to be at these auditions and there, you know, there are only so many roles to cast. And so just the competition and the amount of people that come to New York seeking to be an actor, there's just so many people. Um, So I didn't want to do that. Um, So (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's funny because I feel like the school that I went to, that was really what they were like pushing. And that was just a given that, that I was going to do that. And I was like, yeah, I, like I'm the type of person that has the type of drive who like will go after anything I want. And so if I want to be an actor, that's what I'm going to do. And then I was like nearing, as I was nearing my graduation, I realized, yeah, I don't want to do that. And so <laughs> I ended up applying for and getting into a, an apprenticeship at a theater, which apprenticeships are like essentially internships because I realized I was like well maybe I could do just trying to figure out like what can I do what can get me started on my path how will I you know do what I really want to do um and so I applied for this apprenticeship at a theater and it was not in acting which I wanted to do like an internship in acting um but it was in their business office but I thought 
it would be a really good way to kind of get my foot in the door and like make connections and meet people in the industry and stuff like that. And so I ended up at this theater in Connecticut that I had never heard of. And I started working in an office and I realized like, if I want to go out there and make my dreams happen, I have to do something. So I didn't know what to do because I didn't know how to get out of my nine to five office mm -hmm. job. I didn't know how to go to auditions. I didn't know how to get seen. And so I went on this like whole journey of really figuring out what it is that I wanted to do and, and how to really get myself there. But what I ended up doing was like, I'm just going to do what I want and give myself permission to do what I want. So I ended up publishing a poetry book just cool. because I wanted to. And then I wrote um, a one woman show kind of as a way to like, I wanted to act, but I didn't know where there were opportunities to act. And so I wrote myself something <laughs> to act in. And it, through doing like stuff like that, it led me down this whole other path of now making my own business and being a creativity coach and, and giving people that permission, mm -hmm. like guiding people into that permission for themselves. And just, yeah, like going through my own journey with it really made me realize that like, if there's something you want to do, there's always a way. And I think what stops us is the idea of success and like it having your path look a certain way, especially right. looking like the way that we've seen people that are successful at what we want to do. Um, but that's really not the case. You get to define your own success and, you know, following whatever makes you happy and all that. So I kind of launched into my whole story, but it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm, that's just kind of shows the person that I am that it's like, if I want something, I'm not going to take no for an answer. So I do have a follow-up question. So you said you were aspiring for two years before you just said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump into it. So what did you think made you shift? Like, what was the catalyst in you shifting? Yeah, um, honestly, it was like just being tired of feeling the way that I was feeling because I was just feeling so stuck and so uninspired and just didn't believe in myself at all and didn't know if like, you know, I was ever going to get where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. But I knew if I stayed in that place, then I, there would be absolutely no chance. And I think like what, what worked for me was having a project that I could work towards because then okay. it made me feel like I was doing something. And I think initially I was scared of taking on those types of projects because, you know, I was afraid of failing or I was afraid of what people would think of me. But when I realized that like, if it gave me joy and it gave me purpose, then that was enough. And so that's kind of what I had to do. Awesome. So you are a founder of the, uh, the modern mermaid. So tell us about the modern mermaid. Cause I just love it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yes. I love when people ask about the name because, um, the modern mermaid came, first of all, I love mermaids. I love the ocean, but the ocean is always something that really inspires me as a human, as an artist, as a creative person, just mm -hmm. whatever I'm feeling really uninspired. If I just go to the ocean, I get so much joy and inspiration from just like being in nature in that way. So I've always been that way. Um, but I also love what, the mermaid symbolizes to me and to me the mermaid is a woman who well first of all she's half fish half <laughs> female half whatever half goddess and she represents something that's so magical and mysterious and like when we think about 
the stories uh, that we've been told about mermaids, like the little women, or if you look into like more, um, the, like the original Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen, mm-hmm. mermaid is someone rep- who represents a woman that like goes after what she wants, that isn't afraid of going really deep and diving really deep and like is interested in sensuality and pleasure and beauty and like is so badass that she can lure a man into her, into like the depths right. of her being. And it's, it's just this magical, like mysterious person. So that's where the modern mermaid comes from. Cause I feel like I'm just a mermaid. A mermaid is everything that I want to embody. Um, and yeah, so, so that name is kind of connected with like living your most creative. Oh, and she uses her voice. The fact that like, her voice is how she expresses herself and like mm-hmm. she's not afraid of expressing her truth. So it's the idea of like being exactly who you are and being aligned with who you are and like being so creative and sensual and mysterious and magical. And so that's kind of what I aim to teach in my workshops um, with other people too. Oh my gosh. I love it all. So I'm from um, the islands. I'm from the Virgin Islands and growing up like, Ariel the Little Mermaid was the only character (laughs) that I related to because she's like she's on the beach I'm like this is my character Ariel so I just loved it when I saw the modern mermaid I'm like there's another mermaid out there (laughs) oh my gosh yes and do you do you know Yemaya the like Orishas no oh my gosh you should check out Yemaya because she um I think it's the Caribbean Afro lineage that um Yemaya is like uh again this like deity this Mm -hmm. goddess I have that that um yeah, I, uh, you should look it up, but she, she's everything about her too is like, yes, that's it. I just love it. I love it all. So you have a course that's coming up. So can you tell us about the course that you're offering? Yeah. So the course is called writing magic. Um, and essentially what it is, is a creative writing workshop. So it's kind of transformed into this like weekly creative writers group, but essentially it's a group of people um usually i like to keep it like small like 10 to 15 people in a group Mm -hmm. and every week we gather live on zoom and i lead us through a guided meditation and then a series of creative writing prompts so it is a writing class Mm -hmm. but it's also a chance to like connect with your inner self and like move through those creative blocks that make us feel like maybe we're not good enough or I don't have time to be creative or like, I don't have inspiration. What am I going to write about? And like showing you that all the answers you need are already inside of you. So it's about like slowing down and like being quiet and being still. And that's kind of where the meditation part of it comes in of like Mm -hmm. really just tuning into that inner voice and like what it is that you need to express what it is that you need to process or figure out through the art of writing. And then we like go into this, writing and then um we share with each other share what you want to share what's like share what comes up for you and so i think it's a really cool way to stay connected in a creative community especially during this time and also i don't know if you've ever attended like a women's circle have you ever like a moon circle or a women's circle yeah so i last year i was traveling in bali and moon circles and women's circles are really popular there it's like essentially a just a sacred space where people gather in a circle and like uh the one I went to was for the full moon and so we set attentions for the full moon we like talked there was a theme that we talked about Mm -hmm. um if something is bothering us we meditated we danced and it was this like beautiful 
community of, of women coming together. And I was like, whoa, that is the work I want to do. <laughs> and so these writing circles that I host, and I also do these things called creativity circles, which is based off that idea, mm -hmm. is like all about the idea of like humans gathering in circle and like how can we use this space to reflect and connect and connect with ourselves and connect with each other and like kind of tune out all of the noise that's happening and the chaos and yeah and how can we use that time to like heal and process and give ourselves that creative nourishment I love it all and I love the community aspect about it too because one of the goal guides here at Queen May Goals is you know with building strong relationships and I love that you have that community where you have other women who are intentional about the same things that you are and you guys are sharing that together so I love that mm, yeah thank you so how can people find you like where can people find you online on social media on your website can you share that yeah. with the audience Totally. So the best place is probably my Instagram. It's at the underscore modern mermaid. Okay. And then from there, you'll find my website, which is the dash modern mermaid.com. And I also have a newsletter, which is a great way to stay connected. I send out a newsletter um, every two weeks that has like stories for my creative process and things that are inspiring me and also information about any upcoming courses or workshops. All right, and everybody, all these links will be included in the description so you guys can go find Leia and the Modern Mermaid because I love it all. So what is one tip before we wrap up? One tip that you would give somebody who is stuck in their aspiring phase and they just don't know how to get out of it. What's the biggest tip that you would give them? The first thing that comes to mind is just do it, but I know that's so much easier said than done. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's all about taking those really small steps every day that culminates to something big. So whatever it is that you want to do, you can't, it's hard to jump from point A to point Z. Like mm -hmm. no one can do that, but how can you jump from point A to like A.25, A, right. A and a half, and then eventually you get to B and C. So like, you know, if you're feeling really stuck or really blocked or you, you know, something's standing in your way, what's the smallest thing that you can do that will set you on the path? Um, and I think that's all that life is. We're just kind of walking on the path and we don't really know what's going to happen. We don't know where it's going to end up, but that's all we can do. Just keep taking steps forward. So right, and taking small smart. steps so we can drop trying to be perfect and just follow our purpose. Yeah, exactly. You said it. So we always end our podcast with a quote. The guests are leaving the quotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> and your quote was, there is nothing you can not be or do or have by Abraham Hicks. So why did you choose that quote? Yeah. When you asked me for a quote, I was like, oh no, what, what, what quote do I give? <laughs> like, this is my one chance to pick something. And I think that quote, um, which is by Abraham Hicks, which if you don't know, is like this spiritual entity that is channeled. Um, and they have a bunch of talks on YouTube and stuff for free. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know Abraham Hicks, check them out. But just the idea of that we are limitless. Like if, if there is something that we want, mm -hmm. we can have it. So there's nothing that we cannot be or do or have. So don't let your own limiting beliefs or mind or whatever is standing in your way stop you. Because again, like I said in the beginning, I mean, you can have anything you want and it might not right. look like the thing that you thought it was going to look like. But if you really like take stock, you, it's, it's all possible. So yeah, everything's possible. Well, I love it. I thank you for coming online today and chatting with me. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was lovely to connect with you.
All right. So you guys make sure that you listen to the next episode. We have more great guests coming on this season and stay tuned for another episode of the Drop the Aspire Night podcast. You have been listening to another episode of Drop the Aspiring Act. If you're looking for more information on this podcast and other episodes, please visit queenbaygoals.com. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-A-E-G-O-A-L-S.com. All right, y'all. I'll see you in the next podcast.